This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. For hundreds of years, anthropologists have studied the social relationships of human beings. And none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Get it? Meet Jade Gulliver. A charmingly low-maintenance, amicable sci-fi fan and avid podcaster. And David Lim, a top model strutting, goldfish-loving, walking jukebox. So, can you handle the difference? Get ready for different strokes. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. Oh, Jade, you know what? I was not expecting to start my morning with you with a little light criticism of my dancing skills. It looked kind of like Kel Knight. Oh, my God, Jade. Kel Knight? Really? Me? But the whole thing was that you said that Tegan and Sarah sounded like something that you would square dance to, and then you started to do your version of what you thought square dancing was. <laughs> Looked nothing like what square it was dancing just is. weird. And then you were like looking in the, like at your reflection in the window to make sure you're checking your form. I was just... I was just trying to make sure that I'm entertaining you because, you know, it's just you and I here with Brett, our newsreader, this early in the morning. Somebody's yeah. got to liven it up a little. Oh, so I was trying to do a bit of square dancing for you to Tegan and Sarah and, you know, Kel Knight. I'm a little embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. A cultural icon, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> really not the kind of style icon and not the kind of, you know, dance dance icon I was trying to channel. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it must be a tough time of the year for you now that the AFL is done. Yes, it is. What are you going to do with all this time? I don't know, Dave. I'm actively looking for other hobbies. It's football off-season. It is football off-season, and luckily there is a 24-hour football station so I can you know go back and relive the highlights. All but, year round? Yeah, all year round. Uh, that's just a new thing. And that I am kind of like, oh, well, what am I going to do with my time? I mean, I guess I could spend more time on Tumblr, maybe? Jade, we're, by the way, taking suggestions for what Jade can do now that it's off-season for football. Mm -hmm. I am thinking you should go back to pursuing your passion of learning to play the drums. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So something something creative like that, Jade. Something different from sports altogether. Like, so, yeah, okay. So I think drumming is a good activity because I think you had lessons at one stage I, maybe I was, last year. Yeah, I was getting drum lessons and, yeah, and I had a drum kit for a, a period of time. I don't anymore. Uh, oh. But, you know, yeah, maybe. You know, get out some empty Milo tins or something and just go at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, create your own percussion set. <laughs> maybe that can be the project. Create your own percussion set. And then teach myself to play. And teach yourself to play again. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, that will keep you occupied for a number of of months. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Other things I thought was perhaps, I don't know, uh, something, again, you know, I, I'm thinking of, you know, crazy creative projects for you, Jade. Mm-hmm. So 
For instance, you might want to take up knitting, no. pottery, you know, yeah. take some pottery lessons. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Oh, d- 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 golf is a it's sport. sport. It's sport. So adjacent. I want to I take you away from that and, you know, do something a little different. I don't, I'm not really into crafts, Dave, and I feel like knitting and perhaps pottery sit in the craft field. <laughs> it's, it's maybe just not you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here we are on Different Strokes where camping gig is well and truly alive. And I, I can't even picture where knitting would actually sit. On our spectrum. I think it sits on Mama Lim's side, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, so Mama Lim is now part of the spectrum? <laughs> she's an like honorary Different Strokes member? Well, she's like Different Strokes adjacent. <laughs> yeah, she is very Different Strokes adjacent. You know, my mum doesn't even do knitting. She yeah. doesn't have the patience for that, I don't think. I think my mum used to knit a long time ago, but she definitely doesn't anymore. So... Do you think knitting is coming back into fashion, though? I see a lot of young people doing it, Jane. Yeah, I've actually heard some people saying, oh, yeah, I'm learning to knit. And I was like, well, really? Really? Who are you knitting for? Yeah. What are you knitting? Booties, I assume. Booties and scarves? Yeah. We're, we're a long way away from winter, Jade. So yeah. you've got time to knit a scarf okay. if you want to get into it. Uh, yeah, if I got started now, I might finish by winter next year. <laughs> and it can be a footy scarf. There you go. Yeah. It all comes back to AFL. <laughs> I promise you. You say that it's about pop artist with character. Pop, pop artist with character. Forget what you've heard. I do listen to Strummy Lala music, as I like to call it. Get ready for a Different Strokes take on music. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. It's 10 minutes past seven. Oh, Jade. So this week is your music pick of the week and I'm so excited to see what you've brought in because it looks like a familiar name to me. Yeah. I feel like we've maybe played their music on Different Strokes before. We have. Uh, my pick of the week this week, Dave, is um, Perth band San Cisco. They've got a new single out called Wild Things. Uh, so I think maybe six months ago, six to 12 months ago, they had a, a song called Awkward that was um, really well played. Mm. Um and really good song, uh, sort of upbeat indie-ish pop, I would call them. Uh, so if you're into, I guess, things like Hungry Kids of Hungry or Strange Love, probably similar type style uh, Australian bands. Uh, and I basically uh, was, saw this new song out. Uh, they've got the new. They've got an album coming out really soon, so it's, it'll be their debut album. Hmm. Uh, I was wondering because, yeah, like you said, Awkward was their breakthrough single that made mm. the top one hundred here in Australia. I was kind of like, have they actually got an album out, or is this a single right before the album comes yeah, out? Yeah, this is. I believe this is the single right before the album comes out, and uh, it's going to be like you know they've signed to a label and all of that. So it sounds like. Release is imminent. There's Ooh. no date, but <laughs> release is imminent. It's coming. Yeah, uh, and t- this song, uh, if you've if you've heard awkward, I would say this song is probably you know it's still twee and boppy and has that kind of indie popish feel to it, uh, but it's definitely a lot slicker than awkward. I would say. More new music than any other radio station. Joy 94.9. Before this, we had our music pick of the week, which you chose this week is San Cisco's Wild, Wild Things. Things. Yeah. Ho oh, ho. One of our, you know, loyal listeners and critique of our music pick of the week, uh, Cam, mm-hmm. has messaged in, emailed in to say that, morning you two. Now, Jade, you've been on a winning streak lately, but that ended today. Oh, throwing down of pens. But in fairness, Dave, I totally knew before playing the song that Cam would not like the song. So, I like, I've got enough sense about I'm not 
you know, I, like I do try yeah. to like bring in songs that I think that Cam will like. <laughs> But today I was like, mm, today you knew that. I, you know, sometimes I have to bring in stuff that Cam doesn't like. Jade, because you, I like it. Jade, you sound like one of those contestants on X Factor or something that knows that she's done a bad performance and she just got read by all the judges. And now she's like, well, you know, I was expressing my artistic expression. Nah, 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 nah. Well, I've got to stay true to, you know, my broad indie interests, <laughs> basically, is what I'm saying. It can't be Tegan and Sarah up tempos every week, yeah. Cam. Yeah, come on, Cam. Give me a break. I mean, last week he didn't even message in to dignify Brandy with a response. <laughs> that says it all, really, doesn't That really it? does says it all. Um, we've been asking for suggestions for hobbies for Jade because she's so preoccupied with the AFL. Now that the AFL's done for a whole year, mm-hmm. what the hell is she going to do with all her time? Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I know. I'm worried. But there are plenty of people who are concerned enough to, <laughs> to give me some ideas. Someone texted in to say, uh, Jade could start a croquet and luncheon club. <laughs> could you imagine me doing that? <laughs> I mean, that certainly would be something different to what I normally do. <laughs> you don't know anything about Jade and party organising. <laughs> like, she throws some fabulous parties, but it's because her girlfriend organises it. Yeah. So I, just, I just sit there and go, yeah, hey. Um, you fire up the barbie. You yeah. do the dishes. Yeah. You play the supporting role. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like if you were to start a luncheon club, It'll be your girlfriend doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I don't think if cro- that croquet outfits would suit me somehow. Oh, no. I don't uh, think so. Nick says you could start collecting footy DVDs. My God. Are those a- the things that you see at JB Hi-Fi yeah. going for like four ninety nine? I've already got a collection, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Jeanette said, hi, guys. We're feeling lost now that the football is over too. I'm clinging to the trade news of who's going where. Yeah, me too. Uh, my new hobbies include Instagram, an obsession with Real Living magazine and refurbishing old furniture. Amber and Jeanette, if I've ever seen a better suggestion, yeah. certainly can't possibly top that. They're, I mean... They sound like they're having a very productive life. They've, yeah, they've gone all out. Instagram. I mean, Jade, you, you're doing a photo a day thing on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're committed to that already. But it's not going to be enough to take... To fill the void no. that AFL's leaving Because I managed to fit that in, in during football season. I know, I know. You're going to have to either amp up your Instagram activity, take more selfies in the lift. Yeah. Like I do every week. I just Maybe I need to add like an additional David Lim pose a week or something. Oh, vile. <laughs> Don't encourage this, you guys. Don't encourage it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. It's 20 minutes to eight. Yes, Jade. And here on Different Strokes this morning, we've got a very special interview, Jade. Mm-hmm. And I know how much you're crazy wild about television web series. Yes. Because it's a new way of watching TV, isn't it? It really is. And it's it's good to see like sort of not so mainstream stuff get through as well. You get to watch some really good uh, TV in small like bite-sized chunks as well. You know, they tend to be a bit... Uh, a bit less sort of time intensive Mm, and mm. uh, it's like really community driven and yeah, it's awesome. So the TV show that um, you're looking at today Mm -hmm. is a show called Anyone But Me. So it's a lesbian um, series set. It's about um, two teenage lesbians in New York City uh, and it was written, created um, by Susan Miller and Tina Sessa Ward. So I interviewed uh, Susan and she's, I mean, she's written for the L Word and other major series mm. uh, and this is sort of her first web series if you will so wow. yeah very exciting chat with her tell us a bit about how the show was conceived well 
you know, it, we always, everybody asks us this question, and, and um, we, uh, <laughs> it's like, there must be something in the archives, but I think uh, both Tina and I were um, both kind of on the same wavelength about thinking about young people, about uh, particularly dealing with relationships in a, in a, in an urban, in New York City and post 9-11 environment. Idea was to, to really do a, a, a realistic look at, at, uh, the lives of teenagers and their families, um, you know, struggling with identity and, and with relationships in the modern, uh, world. It's uh, what I really enjoy about the show actually is that the fact that the main characters they're teenagers and you're showing their experiences that aren't kind of in this issues of the week or very special episode kind of way. Uh, how do you keep the show in that kind of reality? Uh, well, I, it's and I'm, and then I'm, it's satisfying to hear that that you um, you get that because uh, we really never wanted to do anything that was like issue-centered, you know. Um, I think we focus on the characters. We focus on um, the fact that they're in process and, you know, when you deal with that time of life, it is so inherently dramatic. It's so inherently filled with uh, conflict and, you know, self-discovery and self-doubt that, in a way, if you throw these people in a room together or um, in a situation together, you're going to get so much material that we 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 were definitely careful uh, not to ever um, pull things from the paper or you know have to rely on what was uh, current. Um, I think if if you're doing something. Truthfully, okay, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to touch upon those things anyway. I mean, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people found the show accessible because it was basically, is basically about human relationships and, and of all ages, really. The show is very clearly set in New York and, and so much um, so that it's recognisable in the feel of the show, even to an international audience. What role does the city take in the show's flavour, if you will? Um, I love to think of New York as another character. I think it really is um, very much a part of the show. That does not, in fact, distance people because I think the more specific you are in your storytelling, uh, the more actually you can engage people. You don't want to be generic. And so we... um, put these kids and, and, and uh, you know, their, um, what they go through in a city that really lends itself to, um, to storytelling. Um, and there's so many diverse um, types of people and so many diverse um, situations that we can call upon here. Um, and, and we have a lot of, um, you know, international fans. So whether that whether that's because they're interested in New York or whether, um, you know, it, it's 
just so universal what we're talking about in some ways. So that was my interview uh, with Susan Miller, who was one of the creators of Anyone But Me, the lesbian uh, web TV series. Uh, Dave, I've got a full podcast version where later uh, we talk, I ask her about, because she wrote on the R Word, I ask her about um, there's sort of this funny thing with uh, lesbians about they want to see themselves exactly represented on television, which you can kind of relate to. Yeah, like, you know, definitely. You, I think everyone, when they're watching TV, wants to find a character that they can mm. relate to. And I think um, it's hard for the L Word because it's such a popular lesbian show. Yeah. So many lesbians look to the L Word and expect... Their type of lesbian yeah, to be represented. Yeah, so this is a challenge that Susan definitely faces, and it's something Something you talked to her about, and that's in the podcast version. Yeah, it is. Ooh, yeah. Juicy.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, we need to address a rather common issue with people maybe using old profile photos of themselves on um, online profiles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we're, we're talking about people that don't look very much like their old selves anymore. <laughs> I'm not trying to call my mum out or anything. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, seriously, on Facebook, I looked on the other day and I was just like, that's a photo of her from the 80s. I mean, like, my mum isn't aged very much because, you know, Asians, we, we, we got this part covered. Yeah. Like, we're good. We're good when it comes good to aging. aging. Yeah, yeah. We, we do aging fine. I have had people come up to me and go, I can't tell if you're 35 or you're 20. I'm like... Be very careful. <laughs> Be very careful what you say. Well, people always think I'm younger than I am. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you're part Asian as well. Maybe. Yes. Well, yeah. I know Mama Lynn would be happy to, you know, endorse that and, you know, adopt you have perhaps. Have me on board. Yes, yeah. have you on board. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Mum doesn't quite look like herself in the 80s. And that's a photo that she's going with on Facebook. Is it like a thing on like Facebook and those type of things where you're trying to like hook up with people that you knew way back then mm. that you're like you maybe you want to post it up so people will see you the way the, the way they, they remember, remember you? you? That's a really good point. I wonder if that's the reason why she's doing it. You know, because she she does have a lot of old work friends that mm-hmm. you, back in the old days, Facebook wasn't invented. You know, you had to look somebody up on the phone book to try to keep in touch. It's a place to reminisce. It's a place to reminisce. And I've been doing this thing. I've been doing my mum a favour. Mm-hmm. I've been going through photo albums every Friday for Flashback Friday. Yeah. And I've been taking photos of her old photos and posting it on Facebook. And I think her and her friends kind of like that. You know, oh. they're of that time they're like, oh, remember that time? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so sweet. So I'm kind of facilitating it a little. But to use that as your profile pic, Jade, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, you know, I, like, I think on Facebook I don't really have a problem with it. We did have a text from Brandon, though, Dave, and he said – you generally know the people connecting with you on Facebook, so old pics there are fine. More reprehensible behaviour is on the dating websites. That's just plain deceit. Whoa. There you go. Yeah. Calling it out. Calling it out, Brandon. Just call it out. Yeah, so maybe we're saying, maybe it's about the way you're presenting yourself. So for, if example, you're just on Facebook to meet up with friends and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe it's okay for you to reminisce and post we'll old an pictures yeah. so people can go, oh, look at us back then. But... To complete strangers, especially on dating websites yes. where there's intent to meet up. 
can be a bit hard. Or isn't if you're it? using Facebook for that, says some people do. Oh, yeah. Some people do use Facebook for hookups. You know, add me on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I've had a few 18 year old boys say that to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. This is uh, a coming. bit personal. Yeah, it's a bit personal. You see all my old ugly photos. Mm-hmm. See, I'm the opposite. I don't want you to see my old photos. <laughs> I don't want you to see my old photos. I want you to see like the new and approved ones. Okay. <laughs> the ones you've been working on. Correct. Because the way you see it, you've been working up to this. Correct. Rather than the other way where no. you're dropping down. No, no, no. Yes. It's it's continuous improvement, Jade. Yeah. But look, some people, yeah, do use old profile photos on dating sites. And I think, yeah, I don't know. You need to follow up with a more recent shot. Yeah. That's my endorsement. That's my recommendation. Well, you've got to keep it as real as you can, right? Keeping it real. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yes. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. It's 18 minutes to nine. Yes. Happy coming out day, everyone. Yeah. On behalf of here, Team Different Strokes. Yay, Team Different Strokes. Team Different Strokes. In any case, Jade, uh, something we look forward to every week at this time is your app review. Mm -hmm. Gaming app this week or an app that would upgrade my life? It's it's more, let's go strategy, Dave. Oh, here we go. You guys know this is another gaming app. No, well, it is and it isn't. It's called Kings of Camelot uh, Battle for the North. Dave, it is a game, I guess you could call it a game. It's called Kingdoms of Camelot. Yeah, Kingdoms of Camelot. It's a game. Yeah, but don't try to dress but up. there is strategy involved. Oh, don't in they that all? it's not the type of game that it's not like Angry Birds or something <laughs> where you're basically just playing like a set of levels and this is actually a like a long term commitment. We're talking about like those epic style games that you kinda of have to go back and tend to and Really? Yes. So basically what you you get your own little kingdom, Dave. Uh, and you have to build like little things like you've got your own uh, battle stations, you've got your own little castle, you've got your own farms and mines and all of that kind of stuff. So you're getting all your resources, you're training up troops. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then people can – you're playing, you know, you're in this little world and people can attack you. You have to go get an alliance, you know. With, can you play with a friend or is it just strangers? You can play with friends if you want to, yes. None of my friends ever want to play these kind of things with me, Dave, though. Because you – like having a new app every week is kind of hard to keep up. Yeah, true. Yeah, it, it's kind of true. This one has kind of a bit taken over my life, Dave, because oh. it is one of those ones that you have to sort of tend to. Like you mm. have to go back and make sure that, you know, oh, my, my city's about to be attacked. Make sure that the troops are on high alert, all that kind of stuff. So hang on a minute. This can happen at any point. This can happen at any so point. So you can be like in a work meeting and you can, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, I know that's important, but just but, let me Yeah, just let me check. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it works on a push notification, I take it. So does it, it buzz when you're getting attacked? It does buzz when I'm getting attacked, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like having a Tamagotchi, isn't it? Like anything can happen. It's just live. Yeah, it is. And, you know, often because I'm sort of out in the live world too, you know, it'll often happen. I hope you you are out in a live world at some point, Jade. When I do I'm asleep, hope. you know, I might be asleep, and it's good, you know, it's daytime in the US or whatever, so I get attacked at night, and I just have to hope for the best. There is no rest for the wicked. It's like you're actually at war. It can strike at any it time. It is, like you know, it is. Have you got guards on post when you're sleeping? I do have guards. Yeah, I've got everything. I think I've got it all settled at the moment, but it is kind of getting to the point, Dave, where I might need to delete. By the way, this game is also available on Facebook if you're not. Oh. On iOS, um, so you can uh, 
go find it on Facebook if you're really interested in playing. And do absolutely no work when you're at work behind but the desktop. It's, it's a good one in that you can um, you can set things up and then kind of leave. Like, you know, you don't have to be there the whole time. You just have to be ready when something does happen. Okay, no, that does not instill faith in me because I could be... I could be having a good time. I could be entertaining a gentleman caller. Yeah. And my city could be attacked. Well, you've just got to weigh out the options and decide you know, which is your more prior- important. Yeah, what's your priorities, Dave? I yeah. mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not one for me, perhaps. So if you have time and commitment and you're, you know, ready to be on high alert 24-7. Yeah, and you're, like, really into building alliances and trying to attack others. And I kind of try and keep to myself. I haven't attacked anyone else. And you haven't built an alliance. Yeah. Well, I got an alliance, but... Your just, girlfriend's playing it too? No. <laughs> no, I joined an alliance just for, you know, that had a Harry Potter reference and, um, you know, just for protection, but not so much, you know, I'm not out there attacking people or anything like that, so... All right. So Kingdoms of Camelot is the app that you're talking about, absolutely yep. taking over your life and world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Will we ever get Jade back in the real world? <laughs> I wonder. Well, I don't need a hobby. No, you don't. We've been asking for like, oh, guys, text in some suggestions for Jade now that the AFL's over for a year. What's she going to do with all her time? We now know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can now have two apps on the go. Crazy. Yeah. Different strokes with Jade and Dave here on Joy 94.9. Anastasia's coming up upon the hour with the morning show. Anastasia. Anastasia. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave, 23 minutes past eight. Yes, that was Selena Gomez with Hit the Lights. I like my Disney pop princesses, Jade. Yeah, especially Selena. Yes, Mrs. Bieber. Well, they're not official yet, but still. I think to all the fans out there, they're pretty much set for life. Okay. Yeah, we're hopeful. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I'm clustering myself as a Bieber fan. That's so not like me. No, it isn't. Well, is this something you want to admit live on air? Maybe not. No. No. Someone of my age, no. <laughs> in any case, Jade, look, we're celebrating National Coming Out Day today. I believe it's International Day. Oh, it's oh, yeah. international. international. All right, let's try to get it right, Dave. Yeah. It says National. It's, but it's coming out day tomorrow in the US as well. So unless they're running the same thing. I don't know. It's just called National Coming Out Day. But anyway. maybe it's just national for your nation. Yes. Given that each nation world. has it on their own day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dave, um, I was reading um, an article this morning uh, about a website called No Homophobes. Mm. Uh, and basically it's a website that's been set up uh, to expose casual homophobic language. Uh, and what it does is it tracks on Twitter the usage of words and phrases uh, of in people's tweets mm. of words, the words faggot, so gay, uh, no homo or dyke. Mm. Um, and it puts it up there in a like really visual format and then displays also, you know, as like live feeds of these tweets. Uh, so they're basically saying, you know, we wanted to show it's been set up by the University of Alberta, which is uh, in uh, Canada. Uh, they wanted to be able to show how, um, you know, you might be inadvertently being homophobic. Yes. Uh, and Just in a casual tweet, you know, yeah. you could be saying, oh, you know, that, that latte was so weak, it's so gay, blah, mm. blah, blah, or something like that. Yeah. You know, casual homophobia on Twitter and all that. And it's got just these these really interesting numbers. Uh, so they're saying um, since the since the uh, service launched in uh, September, 
they've been uh, they've been tracking tweets, and the word faggot has appeared two point nine million times. Two point nine million times, and today itself, yeah, it's been mentioned ten thousand times, over ten thousand times. The word yeah. faggot has been mentioned. Other words that they're tracking include so gay, yeah, uh, no homo, and dyke as well, yeah. So you know. Uh, it's really interesting because I think don't they also show the people that are they tweeting? They do. Actually, so it's kind of like naming and shaming a little. There is a lot of, I guess, a certain element of that. Yeah, but you can see in real time what what the actual context of the tweet is as well, because they are displaying in real time each mention of any of those words. It's really quite hard for me to see this as it happens. Like we're looking at the screen right now, and these tweets are coming in live. And some of them are quite vicious, you know, yeah. especially the ones, you know, one of them just said, you're a faggot, um, I hate you. And, you know, there's a lot of kind of tension out mm-hmm. there, you know. Uh, some pop stars are getting targeted with these words as well. Yeah. And we're not talking, you know, openly gay pop stars or anything like that. You know, just any young male pop star is, is target for these kind of tweets. I just saw a few come up just then, Jade. Yeah, it's 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 a bit disturbing to see it like it that. It is hard to but- see, but it is what's actually happening out there. I think, you know, sometimes you need to be confronted to know that this is real, this is happening. Exactly. You know, and it's hopefully something we can talk about and, you know, squash. Yeah, exactly. And people can, you know, get called out on this type of behaviour and actually realise that what they're doing is hurtful. Yeah, it is hurtful. Yeah. Absolutely. You're listening to Different Strokes with Jade and Dave here on Joy 94.9. Brett's coming in with the news headlines after this. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.